Hello and welcome to Prepare for Sleep, one of the habits available on Flex and one we can all benefit from developing if we want to sleep better. So, what do we mean by prepare for sleep? Well, if you've explored any of the other sleep better habits, there's a good chance I've touched on this already. Preparing for sleep is simply a case of working with and not against your body's natural sleep cycle. Two hours before your regular bedtime, the brain, prompted by darkness, starts to release melatonin, also known as the sleep hormone. And it releases this into your bloodstream. Your body is now preparing for sleep. And your job is to work with melatonin and not against it. My advice is to set yourself a couple of reminders on your phone. Set the first one for a couple of hours before your usual bedtime. I call this alarm melatonin time. This kicks off my prepare for sleep routine. And set the second one for one hour before bedtime. I call this one chill out time. This is when we get serious about preparing for sleep. I'm assuming you had your last caffeine around 2pm and have cut out alcohol since 6pm. So, your melatonin time alarm has gone off two hours before bed. What do you do? Well, given that darkness is what prompts the release of melatonin, when melatonin time arrives, your first job is to reduce the lighting. Close the curtains, dim lights if you have the option, switch off any lights you don't need, don't go too crazy, tripping up or walking into the cupboard door isn't great preparation for bed unless it knocks you out cold, but that's cheating. So it's best to avoid that. The message is the less lighting, the better. Another way to cut out light is to cut out the blue light. Blue light gadgets such as cell phones, tablets, TVs and laptops produce short wavelength light, which delays sleepiness. Some devices have a night mode or blue light filter, which reduces the blue light um, exposure. But technology isn't good when you're preparing for sleep because it very often stimulates the brain, which is the last thing we need when we're about to go to sleep. So my rule of thumb is once I'm in melatonin time, that's two hours before bed, I do my best to avoid working. That really gets my brain whirring far too much. Uh, if I watch the news or something else that's going to get me thinking, I do so before chill out time. If you struggle to stop the thinking, then write your thoughts down and leave them for tomorrow. If you have to get up in the middle of the night for a wee break, then you'll want to experiment with cutting out liquids. My advice is to avoid liquids as much as possible once it's melatonin time. What else? Well, there's temperature. Your challenge is to work out how you can achieve a bedroom temperature of 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 15 and a half to 19 and a half degrees Celsius, as you get into bed. That's what science tells us is optimum. It also ensures we're not fighting against our body, which started to cool as melatonin time started. After being in hot water, our bodies respond by cooling us down. That includes lowering the temperature of our brain, which needs to drop two to three degrees for us to go to sleep. So in the hour or so before bed, a warm bath or shower can help. Throw in some bath oils, put on some relaxing music. Max Richter's Opus Sleep has been a great recent discovery for me. It's worth noting that exercise raises your core temperature, so it's not something to do once that melatonin time alarm has gone off. 
If the evening is the best time to exercise for you, then a good routine is to finish exercising as the melatonin time alarm goes off and then jump in to a body temperature reducing shower or bath. One last thing about melatonin time. It's not a good time to eat. When you're in bed, your body needs to focus on the sleep process, not digesting food or breaking down the booze. So on to chill out time. When my chill out alarm goes off one hour before bed, I mostly avoid screens. I tend to potter around the house doing the tidying up, reading or listening. It's a good way to finish the day. One important thing to note from the sleep experts is that they are all very keen to ensure your brain links bed with sleep. If your brain links bed with anything else such as your TV, your phone or even reading, this can have a detrimental impact on your sleep. So do what you can to read or listen to the radio, a podcast or music. If you do watch TV, make sure it's relaxing TV and do so from a chair or sofa. In your bedroom's fine, just don't be in your bed. To remind you, anything that gets your brain whirring in the hour or two before bed is a bad idea when it comes to sleep and continue to reduce that lighting. Ah yes, put away that phone. Actually put it away, otherwise you'll be on it before you know it. This is my Achilles heel. No phone during chill out time means better sleep. So there's quite a bit to do. Some of it will make sense, some of it won't. You absolutely do not have to do it all to get a better night's sleep. What we're keen to do is provide you with a series of experiments. Start by taking the small steps that make sense to you and come back to the others later on. You might be surprised what a difference just a few small steps can make. Don't be daunted. It will all slot into place quite nicely. Do it right and you'll end up with a wind down for bed routine. That's a part of the day you actually look forward to. And as always, forgive yourself when you stumble. It's no big deal. You are not looking for the perfect night's sleep. You simply want to sleep better. To summarise, preparing for sleep means working with, not against your body clock. Two hours before your normal bedtime is when your body starts to release melatonin. In an ideal world, when your melatonin time alarm goes off, you'll have finished exercising and eating. You'll start to dim the lights, the room temperature will start to reduce and a hot bath or shower will help your body cool down. You'll be avoiding, avoiding emails and anything else that's going to stimulate your thinking too much. And if you can't stop thinking, write it down. If you normally need a wee break in the middle of the night, the two hours or so before bed is the time to start reducing liquids as much as possible. One hour before bedtime is chill out time. This is the nice, calm, sleep-inducing period before bed. Screen-free, lower levels of lighting, no phone, no phone, no phone, reading, listening, and pottering around, making things nice for tomorrow after a decent night's sleep. Repeat this wind-down process until it becomes your normal routine, and anything else is an exception. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of goals, which each focus on a range of very specific habits. 
You decide which habits you want to build and Flex will suggest a range of small steps for you to experiment with. Each step is a way for you to explore different ways of behaving. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other related goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier and many more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being. If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need some extra help. Good luck. We don't want finance to be a barrier to anyone doing things differently. So if you really find the cost of subscribing to a goal on Flex to be a barrier, drop us an email with a brief note about your circumstances and no questions asked, we'll provide you with free access to your chosen goal. And always remember, changing your thinking won't lead to better sleep, but changing what you do might. Thank you.